This edition of Radio Stone Update is sponsored by Quantra, manufacturers of quartz surfaces made with up-to-the-minute Italian technology in yet another brand-new state-of-the-art factory. Learn more at www.quantra.in. Hi, I'm Kay Shipper with the latest from Radio Stone Update. In a developing story out of Washington, the U.S. Commerce Department review of unfair trade tariffs on quartz surfaces from India is recommending a stunning increase from less than 4% to more than 160% for most manufacturers. The U.S. International Trade Administration, the USITA, published its proposal in last Friday's edition of the Federal Register, the U.S. government's official journal. A 30-day period for affected companies to appeal the USITA's recommendation began with the journal publication. The USITA proposal is for anti-dumping duties assessed to Indian quartz surface exporters to the United States. The tariff review would revise duties for most exports from slightly more than 3% to 161.56%. The new figure is an average of revised tariffs for two entities, Polkarna Engineered Stone Limited, which went to 0% from 0.33%, and a group of three Indian companies where the duties went from single digits to 323.12%. This is a developing story. For the latest, go to www.stoneupdate.com. A granite structure as enigmatic as its inspiration is no more. The so-called Georgia Guidestones near Elberton, Georgia, were seriously damaged by an explosion early July 6th and later destroyed in the interest of public safety. The structure, often compared to Stonehenge, was built by an anonymous benefactor in 1980 and consisted of four granite slabs connected to a center pillar with a capstone on top. Surveillance video captured the explosion and later showed a car leaving the scene. Both the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and the Elbert County Sheriff's Office are investigating. The Guidestones were located in a field approximately nine miles outside of Elberton and made from local granite. It's unclear why the 19-foot granite slabs were there or what they meant. Only one man claimed to know the identity of the benefactor who paid for them. The slabs displayed a 10-part message espousing the conservation of mankind for future generations in 12 languages. It also served as an astronomical calendar. It was designed so that every day at noon the sun would shine through a narrow hole in the structure, illuminating the day's date. The mysterious structure drew mixed reviews over the years. Some conspiracy theorists claimed that the stone's messages, including the idea to keep the planet's population below 500 million, stood for an elite plot to depopulate the globe. However, the structure became a local tourist attraction over the years, and many local businesses are offering their time and resources to rebuild it. Kaiser Compressor recently celebrated the first anniversary of manufacturing with 100% green energy and matching consumption in its home country of Germany and renewable energy resources in the United States. The milestone is actually a composite of three programs. 
Early last year, parent Kaiser Compressoren SE installed a photovoltaic system which generates approximately 650 megawatts for its main manufacturing plant in Coburg, Germany. Second, Kaiser purchased renewable energy credits for its remaining manufacturing facilities. And Fredericksburg, Virginia-based Kaiser Compressors, Incorporated is part of Dominion Energy's Green Power Program and pays a premium per kilowatt hour for its headquarters building to match energy consumption with renewable resources. For the more than 20 branch locations across the U.S., as well as teleworkers, the company bought Renewable Energy Certificates, or RECs, from Dominion Energy exceeding the amount of power consumed. Says Frank Miller, president of Kaiser Compressors, quote, We are committed to lowering our carbon footprint by manufacturing with green energy, to support renewable energy through Dominion Energy's Green Power Program, and to demonstrate community leadership in this immediate and sustainable way. End quote. This edition of Radio Stone Update is sponsored by Quantra. Manufacturers of the world's toughest, most beautiful quartz surfaces made with up-to-the-minute Italian technology in yet another brand-new state-of-the-art factory. Quantra's quartz surfaces come in over 80 stunning designs in three sizes with every customization possible. Choice of thickness, cut-edge profiles, polished, super-honed, brushed and other finishes from slabs to cut-to-size countertops and all the way to prefabs. You name it, Quantra does it. And now, Quantra launches the world's first range of seamless, one-piece molded quartz sinks and basins made with Quantra's own exclusive proprietary technology, unique in all the world. Speed, quality, commitment, that's Quantra. To know more about the world of Quantra, come visit www.quantra.in. MS International Incorporated, MSI, opened two new showroom distribution centers in the eastern United States late last month. A new facility in Rochester, New York, opens a new market upstate for the company, while a location in Columbus, Ohio, expands MSI's reach in that state to three locations. In New York, the new 83,000-square-foot facility in the Rochester suburb of West Henrietta is expected to serve that market as well as Buffalo and Syracuse. The 78,000-square-foot space in Columbus joins MSI showroom distribution centers in Cleveland and Cincinnati in serving both residential and commercial clients in Ohio. Both facilities feature dedicated, well-lit, climate-controlled areas for trade professionals and consumers. Both also have state-of-the-art slab areas featuring natural stone and the company's Q Premium Natural Quartz, Everlife LVT, and Arterra Porcelain Pavers. Orange California-based MSI is a leading supplier of flooring, countertop, wall tile, and hardscaping products. MSI maintains more than 30 showrooms and distribution centers across the U.S. and Canada. The Natural Stone Institute announces two new Continuing Education Unit, CEU, courses comparing the use of natural stone versus man-made materials and exterior and interior applications. 
Both courses assess the versatility, performance characteristics, and green building considerations for both natural stone and man-made materials. Understanding these key points will prepare participants with knowledge for design concepts, applications, and how to educate clients. Daniel Wood, the Institute's CEU committee chair, says that the content will help the design community understand the differences between natural stone and man-made materials, their environmental footprints, and allow them to make more informed specification decisions. To learn more about becoming a certified CEU speaker through the Natural Stone Institute, go to www.naturalstoneinstitute.org CEU. Inside Out with Belgard, a new podcast series on outdoor living from the hardscape manufacturer, recently premiered its first two episodes. Hosted by Joe Raboyne, outdoor design expert and Belgard's director of residential hardscapes, the podcasts dive into the latest trends in outdoor living and how contractors can maximize their business. In each episode, Raboyne speaks with fellow industry experts and shares knowledge on the latest in outdoor design, products, business practices, tools, and more. Episode 1 features John Lee, founder and CEO of Deck South, to explore the evolution of outdoor living contracting from siloed installation to full-service design and construction. Episode 2 explores biophilic design with Mike Peterson, an expert in the science of design and the importance of incorporating nature into everyday life. Raboyne says that, as a former contractor, he understands the challenges facing the profession today, and he's honored to have the opportunity to sit down and talk about everything involving outdoor living and then sharing it with customers and contractors. Belgard is part of Old Castle APG and offers a complete collection of paver and wall products for outdoor living spaces, walkways, driveways, parking areas, and retaining walls. The first two episodes of Season 1 are available now at belgard.com slash inside out and on independent podcast platforms. In other news around the hard surfaces industry... Louisville Tile Distributors Incorporated appoints Megan Tyman as Chief Marketing Officer, a new role for the organization. Tyman comes to Louisville Tile Distributors from Louisville's Limestone Bank Incorporated and brings a diverse marketing background with an emphasis on brand strategy and corporate communications. Her hire marks the 10th strategic hire for Louisville Tile in recent months as the company seeks to achieve its goal of market leadership. No, it's not stone, but the international surface event, TICE, is hitting the road for three regional events that will choose the finalists in both wood flooring and carpet installation for next year's TICE event. The regional events will be held July 31st and August 1st in Orlando, September 29th and 30th in St. Louis, and October 27th and 28th in San Leandro, California. Any installer in the U.S. may enter regardless of years in the industry or location. Judges will select the top 10 installers for each city who will compete live in the regional competitions. Finals will be January 31st through February 2nd at TICE 2023 in Las Vegas. For more information, go to www.intlsurfaceevent.com. 
Bostic, manufacturer of specialty adhesives and flooring installation systems, launched Bostic Academy, a free online education resource providing training and information about industry trends, product features, and benefits and installation guides. Included on the site are online training modules that provide basic product knowledge, webinars, technical videos, product information, and the opportunity to sign up for customizable hands-on product training and to attend physical Bostic Academy locations around the U.S. To learn more, go to bostic.com slash U.S. slash E-N underscore U.S. slash Bostic dash Academy slash. And Charles McGrath, who served as Chief Staff Director for the Interlocking Concrete Pavement Institute for the past 24 years, retired on June 30th. During that time, the organization has grown from 157 members to more than 1,200, with a budget of almost $4 million. He also led the launch of Hardscape North America, a national hardscape trade show that the Natural Stone Institute will help sponsor for the first time this fall. Remember, our online newsletter, Slab and Sheet, appears on alternate Wednesdays. For notes and a transcript of this podcast, go to www.radiostoneupdate.com. For Radio Stone Update, I'm Kay Shipper, and we'll see you here again soon. This edition of Radio Stone Update has been sponsored by Quantra, manufacturers of quartz surfaces made with up-to-the-minute Italian technology and yet another brand-new state-of-the-art factory. Learn more at www.quantra.in.